I just finished up my launch for my first LinkedIn content sprint, where I bring folks through a process to stay visible, build trust, and scale their impact by batching six months worth of thought leadership content. And just in terms of launching, I haven't always had the most positive experience or relationship with launching, right? But this time it felt different. It felt easeful and it even fun, honestly. I would, I'm gonna say it felt fun. And I think part of the reason why is that I really dedicated the time and space to create pre-launch content. And what I mean by that is I consistently shared LinkedIn content that made the people that I wanted to serve in the specific offer, stop the scroll, pay attention to what I had to say because it directly appealed to them. And it made them start to think a little bit differently around what could be possible for them. So they began to lean in. And by the way, the joys of launching are not necessarily reserved for course creators or people with group coaching programs. One-on-one service providers can also launch their services and book several clients at once or line them up for the quarter. So you're not sitting around and hoping enough folks will randomly submit an application to work with you. It just takes some free thought and orchestration. And of course, in the nonprofit world, things like year-end campaigns, advocacy pushes, you know, all of those are also launches, right? But none of these things are going to be as successful if you don't prime your audience. So this podcast episode is all about prepping your audience for your service, your program, or your initiative so you can have your best launch ever. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Campfire Circle. I'm your host, Tanya Bhattacharya, and I empower purpose-driven women in building influential personal brands that drive change and raise revenue. We all talk about getting a seat at the table, but why though? Who wants to sit in a stuffy boardroom anyway? Let's reimagine the ultimate space of leadership as a campfire circle, where we share stories that inspire movements, build brave communities to huddle together with for warmth, and where there is always room. Come sit with us. So I think the reason that so many of us have an interesting relationship with launching is that we are birthing something out of love into the world. It's deeply personal. We are super close to our new program, offer, or service. The framework that we've come up with, the stories that we're sharing, the transformation we're promising, it's somehow related to our own experience that we went through ourselves. And so of course we think our new offer is the bee's knees, but launching it means that our product, service, offer, group program, whatever, is leaving the safety and comfort of our brain and going out into the world where it is out there. It can invite criticism. People might misunderstand its, its awesomeness, or it could just plain and simple get ignored. And so who wants to go through that, right? Nobody wants to go through that. But we have impact-driven businesses and beyond needing to make payroll or pay our bills, we have a deeper mission behind our work. And so we launch. And the reality is launching boils down to math, right? It boils down to numbers. And this is the only time this dreamy Pisces is ever, ever, ever gonna say this, but a successful launch is not so much about our feelings about the launch, it's about numbers. And it's about cultivating a large enough audience for the number of people that you want to bring into your program or your service at once. 
And so because the LinkedIn content sprint included one-on-one support for me in the form of copy coaching and feedback on everything that people were creating, I knew that I wanted no more than 20 people for this first round. And conversion rates vary a lot, but the wise marketing elders in the world generally say it's anywhere between two to 5% of your total audience. So if we are going to be conservative and say, let's say 2%, I knew that I needed at least a thousand engaged people in my audience. And because I have been committed to sharing my insights and my stories and perspective and being visible on LinkedIn for some time now, I am grateful to have that engaged audience. And so I knew my goal was attainable, but I had to start getting these folks to think about why having six months worth of thought leadership content for LinkedIn done and dusted would be helpful to them since that is the intention of the sprint. And so that's where the pre-launch content starts to come in. So first, I committed to regularly sharing case studies and testimonials which became my weekly Sunday social impact story campaign. And you can check those out at the link in the show notes just to get inspired on, because this is something you can do too, because showing your work in action is a helpful way for people to see the value of the transformation you provide. And so on a weekly basis, I highlighted one of my clients. I shared their vision, their mission, their story, their elevated pitch, all of which we landed on during our work together. And this had a couple of different wins. So first of all, my audience was being introduced to my past clients' awesomeness and starting to follow them and starting to get connected with their work on LinkedIn. And so that's like a big yay. That's just a big yay. And then second of all, my larger audience was being given a opportunity on a weekly basis to think about what the value of having a clear and consistent thought leadership brand message on LinkedIn was and what that might look like for them. And then third, and this is important, because of the matrixy, spiderweb-like, interconnected, mycelium-like way the LinkedIn algorithm works, these clients as colleagues and friends and coworkers were starting to become introduced to my work as well. These highlights were showing up in their feed because our mutual friend, my client, was tagged and highlighted and celebrated. So weeks and months before I ever started talking about my offer, new and aligned people that were like one degree of separation apart from my clients were finding my work and building connective tissue with me and my work, especially because of the power of social proof and knowing that their friend had a positive experience doing this work. And see, here's the thing. If your program, service, offer, If it sucks, this isn't going to work because you're not going to have people willing to share about their involvement with you. And the only reason I said that is because I know that that's not the case for you. More than likely, you have people sending you text messages, emails, Slack messages, telling you during your offboarding process about how your offer changed their whole dang life and business. And so, so often we don't do anything with that. We just like let it hang in the air. And it's like, oh gosh, I don't know what to do with this good juju. And so I want you to harness the power of that community energy and turn it into a way for more people to learn about you and start to lean in. And of course, it goes without saying, you do this with consent. You do this with a specific buy-in and support of the clients that you're going to be highlighting. But this is a really powerful way to kick off any pre-launch process. 
I want you to ask yourself how you can make the end result of your work together clear and literally show the end result and not just talk about it, but show it. Show the magic of your work as a coach, as a service provider, as, or as a consultant. And depending on what you offer, this could be super helpful for the clients that you serve as well. And then at the same time as you're growing your audience on LinkedIn, by the way, sharing case studies is just one example of the many ways you can grow your audience on LinkedIn. But at the same time, you also want to give the right people an opportunity to raise your hand and say like, hmm, I'm interested. I want to get closer into your world. And what that might look like is finding ways to move them from LinkedIn into your email list. And so I'm a big fan of LinkedIn. Obviously, I stand by my statement that it is the best place to stand out as a thought leader in front of movers, shakers, and power brokers that can support your mission-driven consultancy. And what I discovered for myself in this launch, because my amazing VA set up UTM codes for me for the first time is, okay, so this is wild. I don't know what UTM stands for, but they're a magical thing. It's like Like we can pretend it stands for unlimited tacos and margaritas. It's that magical because they help you understand exactly where your sales page traffic is coming from. And I can tell you that three times as many people visited my landing page for the LinkedIn content sprint from my emails than from my LinkedIn posts about it. So three times as many people on email than LinkedIn. And the reason that's really surprising is that I have 8,000 plus LinkedIn followers but I only have 800-ish email subscribers. And so the people on my email list are like invested. They're like, ooh, they're like in, you know? And that's wild, right? And so what that proved to me is that what the online marketing zeitgeist has been saying is actually true. I still think LinkedIn is the place for expanding your reach, building traffic, putting yourself as a guide and an authority for sparking conversations. But for sure, emails lead to conversions. And so some of the things that I did during this pre-launch phase to move the right people from LinkedIn into my email list were giving them opportunities to raise their hand and say, okay, I want to know more about this. And so one of those things was a freebie, and that's my Notion template for a high five file, which is just a very simple and easy way to record and track the things that your audience is already telling you has positively impacted them. So you have a running file of content ideas. And there were also some other basic opt-ins like a Loom video that broke down how I repurpose old podcast episodes and give them new life as LinkedIn articles. And so these opt-ins don't have to take a ton of time. That Loom video was just me sharing my screen for like maybe five minutes and talking folks through the step-by-step process of how I did it. That's it. And I will drop both of those opt-ins in the show notes so you can check them out as examples for you. The reason that I also love Loom for sharing these valuable resources is that people can reply and leave comments on that Loom. And it creates a little mini party where people can ask questions and see each other's comments on what they're learning and all that kind of stuff. It's fun. All right. So the pre-launch content itself about the offer. So This content is going to be different from content that you would share at just any given time because it is specific to the transformation you provide through this offer that you're getting ready to launch. And when I say that, I don't mean you're talking about the nitty gritty details of the offer, but instead 
you are painting a picture, right? You're creating the conditions to inspire the folks you want to serve into believing and knowing that they can achieve the vision that you desire for them. So for example, one of my favorite pieces of pre-launch content was a video of a vacation that I took in February. And it was just like the Pacific Ocean. And February was a great month for me. I went to Japan. I stayed at this beautiful cottage on a pier in San Diego. And it was awesome. I was just out of the office more than I was in the office. And yet, because I was committed to batching thought leadership content and staying visible, even when I'm out and about, I still had an inbox full of opportunities that lit me up. And that's the dream, right? That's the dream and the reality that I've been trying to create for two years, more than that, really. Honestly, I want to be very clear, not every month is like that. But with the right planning, many months of the year can be spent resting and enjoying. And so that is the picture that I wanted to paint. It's not about the number of live classes in my content sprint. It's not about why I chose Slack over Circle or Mighty Networks. It's not about those nitty gritty details. And often we are so close to our offer that we can't help but talk about all of those details. You know, but instead, what if you could just tell the story of the outcome that your clients are hoping for and dreaming of and desiring? I think that is what will shift your audience into the right space to be ready and primed to want to know more about your offer and say yes, not the turnaround time for copy coaching inside the program and all those little details like that. Actually, I want to tell you a funny story. So in that post that I'm talking about, I ended it with something like, hey, I'm putting together the sprint. Mark the curious reaction if you want more information. Well, guess what? LinkedIn no longer has a curious reaction. It's just gone. It was there and now it's gone. And because I batched my content, I didn't necessarily, I wasn't necessarily up to snuff with that. That's okay. People figured it out. They hit a different reaction instead. Or they sent me a message that said, mm, there's no curious reaction, but I'm still curious. I still want more information. And I'm sharing that because I don't want you to leave this episode thinking that you have to do anything perfectly right for this to work. You can screw up something as basic as how you want people to get in touch with you. You literally can't get this wrong unless you second guess this to death and don't try, right? And so I wanted to just give you my immediate thoughts after I finished up my launch. My voice is a little bit gone. You might've heard that, but I still wanted to give you this insight while it's fresh in my mind. And I'm hoping this little talk inspired you to think more long-term and zoom out about the little seed that you have in your brain that you are thinking about launching later this year. I can't wait to see the pre-launch content that you start to share and be inspired by your vision for your clients. So I'll talk to you next time and I can't wait to see what you create. Keep on shining. What'd you think? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or even better, reach out and let me know through lumosmarketing.co. Yes, that's lumos as in the illumination spell from Harry Potter. Because when you shine, magical things happen. You can get social with me on LinkedIn. And of course, check out the show notes to stay in touch with our guests. Let's talk soon.